When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Would I take the man who's making $42,000, who has high character, who cares about me, loves on me, takes care of me in other ways, over the man who makes two hundred to $300,000, who is neglectful? Um, I can confidently say right now that I would. I would. You got to care. You have to care. <laughs> Alice, you think she's telling the truth? <laughs> I don't know that, dog. <laughs> you have What's happening? No capping. We A.O. about to get a play. Oh, pull up to the table. Let's go. You know, so when I really think about today's day and time of dating, right, one of the key things that I'm focusing on within my show is clearly how do we build wealth? How do we get out of debt? How do we build a healthy lifestyle? And you all know me as far as my foundation. I really believe that everyone needs to be debt free and be focusing on building wealth, whether that's with the job or whether that is starting a side business. Um, I'm very, very big on just making sure that we're getting there. Right. But here's the truth. One of the main reasons why I got into debt is because me trying to impress ladies. Me trying to become this high value man or look like I have a lot of money to bring in a woman because I wanted to have a woman, but I wanted that bad woman. Can I just be real with you? She had to have the booty and the Bible, you know, and recently as I've gotten older, she got to have the brains as well, you know, because that equals love for Anthony O'Neill. Um, and so I, I, I'm really excited about today's guest. Because I think this guest is a beautiful woman who's in the coaching field. Uh, she got her certification from my good friend, uh, the one and only Tony, uh, I'm going to say Tony Evans, uh, Tony Gaskins. Um, and I was like, yo, I want you to come on the show. Let's have a real conversation about um, ladies, relationships, dating, and how we can date properly, right, uh, within the 30s. So this show is really going to be based around the, th the 30s. I want to be honest, uh, because some of the stuff is not going to qualify for the 20s. I'm going to make sure that y'all understand what I'm talking about. Uh, but at the same time, I really just want to have that conversation because if we date correctly, if we are focused and if we are aligned, uh, then we can get to marriage and we won't have a lot of high divorces going on because we did it properly in the very beginning. And I do believe that sometimes we're dating differently and we're not dating correctly. And so I just want to have that conversation today because one of the key elements of uh, building wealth and keeping your wealth it's marrying the right person. Got to marry the right person, brothers. Because <laughs> if you don't, we already know what the stats show. I'm going to leave that right there. But before we get to today's guest, I want to thank one of our sponsors today, the one and only uh, Bethel Tech. Um, you guys know me. When it comes to building wealth, I do believe that there are two career fields that black people, and I'm really black people, all people, but you know, I have a heart for my brothers and my sisters. Um, we need to really focus on it. That is tech, and that is honestly starting your own business. Um, and I 
partner with Bethel Tech, which is the leading tech um, education program in the United States of America. When I say leading, it's Christian based. So y'all already not based, based. You already know me. I'm a Christian man. Um, and then two, they are very, very affordable. And three, they have a heart and a passion to help the uh, minority African-American community get into the tech field because the average person graduating from their program is going to make 70,000 to six figures as soon as they graduate within like three months. Right. But it's a nine month program and it's very affordable. So if you can focus for the next nine months, you can change the next nine years of your life. And that is impactful. Think about it. What could you do with six figures? What could you do with making 120, 130? I'm interviewing a guy that makes $500,000 a year in the tech industry. And he went through a program like Bethel Tech. Yo, once you go check them out, you can go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash Bethel. Again, that is anthonyoneal.com forward slash Bethel to take to check out my brothers and my sisters over there at Bethel Tech. And the two, yo, y'all been dating me for a while. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready for some of y'all to marry me. Hey, hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you uh, download the podcast. If you're downloading a podcast, make, drop some comments um, in today's show because it's going to be a real good show uh, today. So let's get straight into it. The one and only Coach Nicole is in the building. How are you, Nicole? I am great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So we had a real good, healthy conversation before the show. We did. You and your other two friends. Now, the other two friends here, you know, I, I will call them out a little bit because they, they out there, you know, in, in, in the bar area watching the show. Uh, but we had a real good, healthy conversation about what we're going to talk about today. So you say that you help ladies intrigue high quality men. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> Let's, let's 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 start right there. What is the difference? Because in this generation, you know, the late Kevin Samuels, I don't really think he didn't really coin the, the, the phrase high value man, did he? He didn't. But he brought it to like mainstream black social media. OK, 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 cool. So what's the difference between high value and high quality man? I'm so curious about this. <laughs> So we hear all the time, right, high-value man, and it's usually based very much so around his monetary value, how much he makes a year. You make six figures, you're high-value. But what's to say about the men who make six figures, but they don't have integrity? They have low character. They don't treat women well. They don't make provisions for family. They don't want marriage. It's all about money. No one has really talked about the kind of man that makes that mo that amount of money and also has these other great qualities and makes him a, a great human being. He's God-fearing. You know, he's able to <laughs> do the countdown. He's able to command attention and respect when he command. walks into a room silently. You just walk in. When you see a good man walk in, you just kind of know that he has. It's something about him. Okay. So I speak to those kind of men. I call them high quality. High and, quality. And that's what we want. We don't just want the money. The money is, is nice if you need it. And the money is just nice in general. Mm -hmm. But you have to come with more than that if you want to get and keep a great woman. You sure? I'm sure. We're talking about great women. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not talking about, you know, the not great women. Yeah, oh, it takes sure? more than, I'm sure it takes more than that. I don't know. I think a lot of guys would sit here and be like, yo, we hear you, Nicole, uh -huh. but the women species in whole, I don't, I don't know. I think a lot of men who make a lot of money who may not have integrity or character still mm -hmm. do get a lot of great ladies. They get them, but do they keep them? 
And are they are they intentional about it? I'm not talking about the man who will lay down with any good looking woman or woman mm-hmm. who has been successful in her career. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the men who get and keep, maintain, retain, marry those women. Mm-hmm. So I'm focused on longevity, not just can you grab me, you know, at a mm-hmm. coffee shop, in a bar, wherever, and we go out on a couple of dates. You got me, but mm-hmm. did you keep me? And I think it takes more than money. And so does this high quality man have the same thing as a high value man as far as in a lot of money? Or are you saying that the high quality man may come with a God fearing, integrity, character, purpose driven, um, focused, determined? You know, I know I, I know about the quality man. Right. But what if what if the high quality man? <laughs> Why are you laughing? I know it's coming. <laughs> what if he comes with forty two thousand dollars? Yeah. But then that high value man is coming with two two twenty five, three hundred thousand a year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, clearly he's purpose driven because he make good money. So he he focused on something. On work, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, which most men are gonna be focused on their careers. I'm focused on my yeah. career. Um but he may be slipping up on the whole, you know, you know, character character may be, you know, a little a little, a little less. shaky. Yeah. So you trying to tell me that ladies will still go with that quality man over that high value man? I would tell you that women who align with the kind of woman that I am may be hesitant about the money just because I think that we have to look at it from a couple of different perspectives. Okay. I am mid-30s. Mid-30s. So for me, I've worked very hard okay. and I still have so many more things to achieve. I know that I will make a, earn a certain amount of money throughout my life. Okay. So to someone who's a bit younger, I would encourage them to not focus so much on the money. And not saying that I'm, you know, I'm driven by the money, but it's definitely a factor. It's not the number one factor. Would I take the man who's making $42,000, who has high character, who cares about me, loves on me, takes care of me in other ways, over the man who makes two hundred to $300,000, who is neglectful? Um, I can confidently say right now that I would. I would. You got to care. You have to care. <laughs> Alice, you think she's telling the truth? I don't know that, though. <laughs> you, have you have to care. CJ, you think she's telling the truth? I don't, like, I don't like being neglected. I, I, you can't I'm neglect me. You think she's telling the truth? Yeah. My people watching right now, I need, go in the comments and let me know. Do you think Nicole is telling the truth? I'm telling the truth. I've done it before. It can be done properly. But wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. You're still single today, right? I am single, yes. So uh, uh, you did it before, but it didn't work out. I know, and it didn't. It did not work out. Because of? It uh, came back to that, right? <laughs> At least I think. I think there was some res- some resentment that was, you know, built up. But I don't know for sure. He never said, like, I couldn't do these things you wanted to do. Because we did them, and I adjusted my expectations also. So I think you have to think about, like, the kind of man you're dating. Because if I am dating someone who's making less than six figures, seventy, eighty thousand dollars, I'm not gonna going to want to go out to fancy dinner twice a week. Like I know that that's you could be strapped for cash. Mm-hmm. But if I'm dating someone who is able to do that and that's a part of his lifestyle, then I feel like okay, let's do it and guilt free, we can do it. So it depends. So let's break this down because you had something I think was real good. And I really want people to get something from this conversation, especially single ladies um, and even single men. Because trust me, I got y'all's back. I ain't going to let her just come for us single brothers like that. I don't care where we are. You know, I got y'all back. Whatever stage you at in life, I got your back. That's good. Uh, Let's 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 because you said something that was very good. I want to talk about that. You said, well, if they align with someone like myself. Yeah. Right. So when you. 
when people ask you, like, okay, what do you mean by that? Like, who is Nicole? Mm-hmm. How do I know if I align and think like Nicole? How do you think? What are you, what are you really focusing on as a woman? Okay, so I'm of the belief that you can focus on multiple things at okay. the same time. Okay. I know a lot of people are like, I have to be career, career, mm-hmm. take a break, love, love, love. Like, no, yeah. I am focused on my career. I'm focused on um, on uh, other aspirations, professional aspirations. I'm also focused on dating. Okay. And so a woman who aligns with me would just be someone who's able to pay attention to all those areas. She cares for herself. She cares for others. She serves her community. She wants certain characteristics in a man, and she knows what she wants, and she won't you know, settle her standards. Preferences, they're shaky, right? They can go back and forth on those. But standards, like what you want in a man, a man that's going to be there for you for years to come, decades to come, you can't be shaky in those. And any woman who's watching me or talks to me or is receiving coaching by me, she understands and she aligns in that way. Cool. And and, and I want to say this too, y'all. I don't really, I don't really stamp coaches, especially single coaches. Um, but I know where she comes from and where she got her education and her teaching from Tony Gaskins. Um, and so um, I want y'all to know that I, I, I back and support. I've been actually following Coach for a while, um, and I just want to make sure she was legit in her teachings before I brought her on to this show because I've only had only one single coach, and that was Stephen Speaks, my brother, as far as a single. Um, yeah. And I think what he's teaching is is good. Um, I subscribe to married people because I want marriage. You know what I'm saying? But I do believe single people do have a message in the dating field Mm -hmm. because I think married people can sometimes be outdated in their teaching because they're not in the field with us. So I agree with having quality, mature, educated people who've gotten their experience and their their coaching from married people. And she did. So I just want to say that because I'm like, Anthony, I thought you said you don't really like single coaches. I didn't say I didn't like them, uh, but I do I do question some of them. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But I, I coach on dating. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't coach on in relationships. Exactly. You know, I that's, can, of course, but I coach on dating, dating properly, setting yourself up for the best success. And I feel like as a single person who's actually in the trenches and in the field doing it. You know what's up. Yeah, like a and married people don't. Tell you yes. Because <laughs> so when, when I tell married people what we go through in like modern dating, they're like, oh, it wasn't like that in my day. I'm like, yeah, it was. Welcome it, to 2022. It really, really wasn't. When I tell my mom that some of the stuff that I'm going through, she's like, well, babe, that makes no sense. You need to run. I'm like, Mama, understand. I can't run from that because that's every woman in today's yeah, day and time. They don't understand. She's like, oh, well, baby, I don't know. I don't want to tell you to stay single, but baby, I just don't know. I get the same thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, man, okay, cool. So, so, all right, cool. So you, you're, you're broad. Okay. 20-year-old watching this right now. Uh-huh. She's in school. What should she be focusing on in the dating field? Like, what kind of man should she be, you know, looking for in your opinion? So if you're 20, you're probably in college, wrapping up college. So you're going to want to look for a man who treats you well. No one has a lot of money. Well, I won't say no one. Most people don't have a lot of money in college. So the man who treats you well with what he has, the man who is focused on his studies, who knows where he's going in the next year or two, who has an idea of where he wants to be in the next five years and 10 years, a man who already knows that he wants to be a father and a husband, a man who uh, follows up, follows through. Mm -hmm. So you want to look for those characters. When you're in your early 20s, you want to look at who the person is intrinsically opposed to like what they can give you because you just realistically can't expect that much unless you're dating older. So should this 20 year old date a, you know, a brother who's working at McDonald's? She can. She can. She can. I'm sure because I know people who worked at McDonald's because they knew they had to work there and go through the ladder in order Mm. to own the franchise. 
Mm-hmm. So what's his purpose in working at me? Mm, now you're talking. That's important. Okay. Me, so. Okay. Yeah. Now, what about that brother? Uh-huh. He's 25. What kind of woman should he be looking for at 25, in your opinion? Yeah, he should be looking, well, I would say for a man, because they have to think about what they want, right? So I also love the idea of dating for what you want. Are you traditional? Are you modern? Yeah. So if a man knows that he wants a woman who is going to be at home with the children, okay. who's going to take care of his castle, who's going to rear his legacy, he shouldn't be looking for a woman who is like, Really in her books, like I want to be a doctor because she's not going to be able to do both of them. She has twelve more years in school in her. In her, mm-hmm. um, so if you want a woman like that, so meet a woman who yes, you know, I want to be accomplished. I'm in college, whatever. Uh, but she said twenty five, so she should be done. Actually, yeah. Excuse me. Unless she's going to like doctor school, law school, like yourself. We'll talk about that later yeah. on. But like, yeah, that law and doctor program, you could be in school till you're twenty seven, twenty eight. Exactly. And if you want a woman who's at home, you have to think about that because she's not going to do it. And then after you work that hard, the woman has. She's not going to want to go sit down either. So I think you have to think about what you want as a man. And if you want a partner who's going to build with you, you need to find a woman who's business minded, who is interested in entrepreneur journey, who's, you know, wants to do things on the business side. And I think that if you get a line in the beginning, then you can avoid a lot of issues because at the end of the day, people kind of come together for attraction. Mm-hmm. And in a year, two years in, you're like, oh, I don't want this, but I don't want that. And it just doesn't line up. And so that's how you get breakups, get divorces. Mm-hmm. It doesn't match anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you you do you teach on the traditional and the modern? Do you believe in that? I do. In fact, in um, my ebook, mm-hmm. I will have a response for a traditional woman and a response for a modern woman, and it definitely varies. Yeah, definitely does. And that's in your mm-hmm. book, the ten scripts to avoid common dating pitfalls, or which one is that one? Is that one? Yes. Cool, cool, cool. So we're gonna put that, you guys, in the show notes today. Her ebook called "The Ten Scripts to Avoid Common Dating Pitfalls and Intrigue High Quality Men, Not High Value Men, High Quality Men." So, ladies, if you're watching this show and you you really want that, I definitely is is it free or how much does it cost? It is free. It's free. Yep, it's oh, cool. It's free, y'all. So we're gonna yep. drop that link in today's show notes. Go check it out, uh, so you can get you a high quality man, mm-hmm. not a high value man. Not just get, but keep. Not just get, but keep. But keep them. Mm-hmm. How you? Hmm. <laughs> it, the, the whole keep thing for me. It's it's the keep thing for me. It's the keep thing for you. It's it's the keep thing for me. But I don't want to get there yet. So if you're in your 30s, young 30s, because you're in your mid-30s, is there a difference of income you think you should be having in your 30s? Different from where? As far as in just like, like, should a 30-year-old be looking at something different from like a 36-year-old? Or is he thinking it's right around, it should be right around the same? 30 and 36, I think we're, we're all climbing, right? So it should right. be a bit different. So, uh, yeah, it's okay. definitely going to be a matriculation. So 30 and 36 is really different. You're just coming out of your 20s in one age group or in one age and the other age you're heading into your 40s. Yes, yeah. I agree. I agree. So I'm, we're going we're gonna to go there, y'all. I'm, I feel the energy through the camera, y'all. So you haven't asked her, Anthony. I did ask her, but she kind of skated around it, you guys. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to bring it back around to her. So would you date and keep the 42,000 man today? Or you said you would. You said you tried, but it didn't work out. Yeah. So today, which I already know the answer, could Nicole keep a guy who makes $42,000 a year? Qualifiers, right? There's so many qualifiers. <laughs> Nicole, Nicole would, if the only alternative was what we said before, the high earner who had no other great things about him. 
But if that's not the case, then no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't date someone who made $42,000 a year. Yo, and I respect you for saying that. I don't think it's a good idea. I, you know, Nicole, you just earned a lot of love on my show. Okay, thank you. The fact that you said, no, I, I wouldn't do it. I don't think there's nothing yeah. wrong with a woman saying no. I just, yeah. at this season of my life, I couldn't do it. Yeah. So let's have this conversation. I think there's a lot of ladies who are, who are screaming, saying thank you for saying that. But mm-hmm. h- how come you couldn't do it? It begs the question, what have you been doing for the last 35 years of your life? This is going to be good. So where you this. haven't been able to, you know earn an income higher than $42,000 because I've been able to do it and I haven't been like hustling and grinding this entire time. I've been doing what what needs to be done to continue to elevate. So what have you been doing for 35 years where you're at $42,000? If that can be explained for, then better, I I can better understand. I'm not sure, but... (laughs) You live in... Atlanta, right? Yes. All right, cool. I'm going to do some research while I'm right here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, what what does the average uh, school teacher, because I think, no, you know what? Let's police off. No, nah, police officers ain't really on a good thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, all right, cool. What does the average school teacher make? Um, so, uh, I won't say her name live on the show, um, but you're, but actually, no, I can say Whitney, my, yeah. So the average public school teacher makes on average, uh, per zip recruiter, 25 to $67,000 a year. Yeah. That's a big range. That's a big range, right? So you got $25,000 on the low end, $67,000 per year per zip recruiter. Right. So let's just say that the the guy you meet, you meet a guy who loves teaching the next generation. Mm -hmm. He loved teaching. He taught the Barack Obamas, the, you know, the the LeBron James, the Kobe Bryant's. This is a man who loves teaching. You know, you have a, you know, a beautiful, I mean, a handsome son. Mm -hmm. So he loves teaching and serving your son. I have a daughter. I mean, your daughter. I'm tripping. I'm all over the place. Your daughter, your daughter. I am so sorry. Um, You know, we this is a guy. Who loves teaching your daughter? John, tell me you wouldn't give him a chance. I. Who is good? So, oh, I love this. So I'm listening. I listen Her to face the range. Is like Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to the range, and I'm assuming that someone in my age range would be sixty-seven. Yeah, about sixty-seven. I dated a guy recently who made about that much money, so I would date that guy. And you, you actually enjoyed the relationship. I enjoyed the relationship, but I was constantly wondering if me wanting to go out was too much. Um, if, huh. if he would say, oh, what do you want to do this week? I was like, uh, I would kind of like downplay it a little bit. Not to say there's anything wrong with that, but it was a constant consideration because everything that I might want to do, he may not have within the budget because he did live within a budget. Wait. He had a budget situation, so which is good, which is good. Wait, wait, wait. I was about to say. No, yeah, yeah. Do we, have a, live do we have a problem with budgets? No, no, no. <laughs> I was about to say, like, wait a minute. No, I know where I am. Now you know where no, you I are, right? I am. I know where I am. No, no, no. Like, because I operate off of a budget. Yeah. And but, I have no problem saying that. But what I'm saying is that your dating and, like, entertainment budget is probably vastly different from his. So he didn't have a whole lot of money allocated to dating. So I had to kind of consider that. He didn't tell me what it was, but I'm like, I know he don't have, you know, hmm. $1,000 a month to go out with. So hmm. okay. I did have to think about it. So what do you think is a good age range to be dating in your 30s as a man? As a man? Um, like, what should he, what do you think he should be making? Let's say he's 35, mid-30s. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means he should have at least 15 years in, in the work field. Yeah, you know, about um, that much, yeah. About 10 years at least if he's been out of college. Mm-hmm. 
So what do you think he should be making now? I'm curious. I think he should be making between 70, at least $70,000. Black man? Depending on the field, I do. Yeah. I would ask you something else, but I don't want to do you like that on this show. <laughs> I think oh. depending on the field, all the black men I know, and I know, of course, is that you, yeah. you, I'm not saying it with blinders on, but yeah, black men hmm. um, to date me. To date you. Right, because this is a qualifier, right? Um, I would say about $70,000. And upward at 35, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's, and I, this is where I like 50 50 with you, right? Is okay. I do believe that men in the 30s need to be making at least. I think there's no excuses in today's day and time of men in their mid thirties, hit by the hit forties, should be averaging anywhere between eighty thousand dollars and up in income. Yeah. You know, because I think, you know, when I look at like my look at everybody on my team, um, they work for me full time, but they all have side hustles and they're mm -hmm. they're building yeah. something. Right. You know, so all of my workers are doing six figures or above, you know. Um, and these are I got one young guy, he's in his thirties, and his CJ is, is older than me. Um, you know, and I and I and I'm trying to say this in a safe way because I don't want the brothers to hear me saying, "Oh, wait," but I do believe if you're in your mid 30s, you be, you should be striving for excellence. Yeah. And here's why: because I believe that God fearfully and wonderfully made all of us, right? Yeah. And so, if God gave you a million dollar idea, and you're only making fifty thousand dollars. It's not even about the woman now. It's about you're not even using your full potential that God gave you. So technically, you're disrespecting God. Yeah, I agree. He gave you all the gifts. He gave you all the talents. And so it's like if you're making, if you're settling for 50000 when there's a million-dollar uh, thing on the inside of you that God gave you as a man, <laughs> I'm not really upset with ladies saying, uh, I can't date that because I'm like, well, wait a minute. If God gave me that, then I, I'm actually disappointing and letting God down. Because now I'm missing out a million dollars. That means I'm missing out on giving $100,000 back to the kingdom. Yep. You know, I'm missing out on serving and helping other people. So I, I get the aspect on one hand. Here's the problem that I have, right, though. It's like, dang, I don't know how many guys actually understand my understanding of the potential that we have on the inside of us. Yeah. And so it was like they just need that education and they're being overlooked because they don't have the education that men like myself and do have right you know because it's like that school teacher probably doesn't know it yo you can school teach but maybe come home and start a business on the side and with tutor. coaching and tutor yeah. and doing some stuff exactly. like that to where now you go from making 25 to six seven thousand dollars and now you're making three hundred thousand exactly yeah um i got a guy he was on my show here recently he has a full-time job okay makes six figures on his job makes more than six figures on his part-time job. Oh, the dream, right? You know what the I'm saying? Dream, yeah. And I'm like, dang, how come you don't quit? He said, because I actually love what I do over here. Like, yeah. he, he sells appliances. But he was like, but I do Turo on the side. Okay. So he does 300-some thousand dollars. Get, you said Turo? Like, the renting the car out? Renting the car out. Oh, okay. That's lucrative. Right. I didn't know. Okay. And he get married, too. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The wife locked them in real quick. Because <laughs> I guess he became high quality. Yeah. You know? Uh, but I'm like, huh. But I do, but there are a lot of men watching this like, dang, aunt, I, but I don't, like, I want a woman like Nicole, but from what I understand, I can't get a woman like Nicole because right now I am just a school teacher. 
And these are not the facts, right? These are not the facts. A school teacher can most definitely get me. To your point, what else are you doing? Because let me tell you something. When you're lazy in one thing, you're lazy in all things. And so if you're not going out here trying to find other ways to get it done, then you're not going to be much help at home. It's just questionable. The whole thing is questionable. So your thing is you want to see the man progressing forward. How are you building? What are you building? Exactly. And are you just content and complacent where you are? Yeah, and complacency is... Is a no go. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I, my pastor said that that you should be content with where you are. Yes. But you should never be complacent. Yep. And I totally agree with that. You're content. You're happy. You're like I've I've gotten to this level I wanted to get to. I'm here now. What's next? You know. And it may be a great point you're at, but there's always somewhere better. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to seem greedy, like I'm never satisfied. But at the same time, I think you should always be elevating. We're way too young to not be elevating. So hmm. I won't get complacent until I'm like I don't know retired 60 70 something because right now it's like a constant what can i do to help myself what can i do to help others how can i be better um help to other people that's a really major thing for me that's why i started coaching so i did a um i did a book called the um, how to ask the hard questions while dating Mm -hmm. right and I, i firmly do believe that before entering into a committed relationship there are some conversations we need to have. And I'm curious, after researching you, um, you have some prepared, you know, questions as well you need to be ready to answer. Right. Uh, what? Give me some of those questions that you think that every person needs to answer while they're dating. And are these questions and answers that need to be happening before a committed relationship? Or is it just any time before marriage? Like, what, 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 are yours, what are your thoughts? Okay, so I'll just refer to my book in, to okay. start. Okay. Um, some of the questions and to be, to make it, to frame it. These are questions that you'll ask like in the early stages of dating. Early, It's like okay. conversation, right? Okay. So like, what do you do for a living? You'd be surprised how many people, you ask them what they do for a living, they can't tell you what they do every day for work. Or what mm. do you do for fun? They don't have a prepared response to so their like, stuttering, kind of uncomfortable answering the question. So those are the kind of questions that are in there. I have a question about multiple partners because mm-hmm. we know that no one wants to be, no one wants to date you and you're mm-hmm. potentially dating other men or sleeping with other men. Mm-hmm. They're going to be really hesitant. Uh, one of the questions talks about how you respond if someone asks you about your childhood. Mm-hmm. Some of us have very traumatic past and I don't think that it's wise to sit across the table from someone at your first dinner date or your second dinner date and tell them about how bad your life was. I just don't think that's appropriate. Now, pause. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. You ain't tell me this in the pre-interview. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's go. So that's a good one. Okay, so you meet this high-quality man. Yes. High-quality man pursues you. Yes. He asks you if you're dating other men. Mm-hmm. Your response is, yes, I'm dating other men. That is not your response. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> So you, so wait, are you teaching her to lie or no, are you teaching her to not be dating not. while other men? So it depends on if you are or not. So if I'm dating other people and someone says like, oh, are you dating anyone else? Mm-hmm. My response generally will be, you know, I'm open to getting to know different people. I'm not dating anyone exclusively, um, hoping that we go somewhere and I don't have to date multiple people, you know? Uh-huh. Whoa, whoa. He's it's there. It's the last part for me, Nicole. Let's there. go, Nicole. Let's go. You have to refocus because we're talking about us. Come on. We're asking about these other people like, no. Man, no. listen. <laughs> I, 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 man, I'm trying to tell you. I recently approached a, a beautiful woman and her first, I asked her, are you dating other people? She said, yeah. yes. 
She said, I'm dating others. I, I said, well, cool, great. That. No problem. You go date them. Exactly. You and see? I'm just going to bounce out. And you she was see? like, but why? And I was like, well, because was like you just told me that if I pursue you, you have three other men pursuing you. And I told her, I said, hey, and, and how I said this, I probably could have said this differently. So RC, Tony Garrison, y'all let me know if I could have said this different. <laughs> I said, but men of my caliber, mm-hmm. I'm, not pursu- I'm not chasing and playing a game against other men. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it. You know what I'm That's saying? Fair. And she was like, but like, I'm not about to shut down my whole life for just one man who I just met. I said, no, I don't want you to. That's what I told you. Go in. Yeah. But that was a turnoff to me. It's a turnoff for most men. Hmm. You guys don't want to know that because I think immediately and like no shade to men, I love men. But I think immediately because guys, you know, you think attraction and sexually is you're like, if she's talking to me then and she's talking to somebody else she's sleeping with someone else and that's the main thing you're like "Ah, i don't want to be with someone who's doing this and that and i just think that there's other ways to answer that question other than to just say yeah i'm dating other people like i've even seen people say you know social media memes like oh yeah it's a competition i would never say that to a man like you don't you don't want to blatantly tell someone they're like in the running for a position this is not a job it's not an interview i would never do that i think there's better ways like the one i just suggested for answering that question Mm. let's just refocus reframe this let's focus on us Mm. um and i i'm also not a real big fan of multiple dating it's tiring Mm. so yeah yeah and the season that i'm in i I totally agree with that all right cool so you you talk about that um oh you even said let's let's talk about the past Mm -hmm. now you say that you should be careful on how you're answering your past relationships. Absolutely. Talk to me about that. I'm curious. So do have you ever seen a trend where like a woman moves from one abusive relationship to the next? Absolutely. And there's reasons behind it. There's like scientific biological reasons. Sometimes they have like these things that chemically it, it just explains for why they attract these type of people into their lives. And then another thing that explains for it is they talk too much. They tell the new person that you had someone who, abused you in this way, sexually, financially, whatever, mm-hmm. physically. And then that person now knows if it's a bad guy, he can do this and get away with it. And so the cycle just continues to repeat itself and you become a perpetual abused person. This so good. you don't want to tell men that you were cheated on all the time. Every relationship I was cheated on, he's like, okay, so she stayed. I can cheat on her. If that's the kind of man. Oh. And what's, what's important to note is that in the beginning, you don't know what kind of man you're dealing with. Okay. So you have to be careful. Okay. So, you know, as you continue to grow with someone, you're a few months in, you guys are being more intimate you're being more deep you're being more deep you're not surface level anymore you can tell them those things but like first few dates no why'd your last relationship end it we weren't aligned it didn't make sense for us anymore we parted ways i know you want the info you want you look like you want the details so how weren't you aligned but no we weren't aligned it didn't work out i'm look. i know there's something better for me yes it's a it's a how you just worded that makes me think because you're right You're absolutely right. I think for me, it helps me to know what are your triggers, what Mm -hmm. are your, um, um, what are some of your insecurities because of, you know what I'm saying? So I guess for me, how do I, if if we don't talk about your past Mm -hmm. and we're dating, how do I know what are your triggers and what, what are some things I need to stay away from? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question, right? And so because you are dating intentionally, I'm assuming, right. you are coming to that woman asking her those things or wanting to know those things from a good place. Right. So, so we have to find, we have to know who you are, right, in order to know if you need to know that information or not. So you'll find out people's triggers and insecurities as you date them if you don't call them back and they mm. raise the point. 
Mm. You know, you can on the job training. You're going to mm. learn on your own like so what good. it is they like and don't like. So I don't think it's necessary to talk about your past too much okay. um, in those early days. No, Later on, you get into it, and, and that's fair. I agree. I'm I'm not certified in the dating space like you. Um, I'm I'm certified in the money space. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but I do believe that one of the things I, I wrote in my book, um, uh, and we'll we'll also no no. I want y'all to get hers. Don't worry about mine. Get hers. Um, I specifically said to a woman, the only dating advice that I can tell you is if you if I ask you, hey, why did your ex, why did your past relationship didn't work out? And you are mm-hmm. dogging your ex-man. You're speaking negative about him, even if he did you dead wrong. Come on with my point. And you talk to me Come about on with my point. he is he is a J.A., he's a dog, he did this, is he did that. Exactly. It to is, me, it's a turnoff. It's a turnoff. Because now exactly. I'm like, okay, if I don't work out with you, now you're dogging me. Now you're saying this. I said that this. in my book. Yeah. And you wonder how someone who did that got close to her. Because you're questioning her judgment now. Like, you didn't know he was like that. Right. Like, aside from her, how she's going to talk about you when it's done. You're like, how you didn't know? that he was that kind of man it's it's there's no benefit to telling someone and talking bad like that's rule yeah. number one and then if you're if you're going on and on like that and that's mm-hmm. when you're still hurt you're not over it you read the book i did i read a book i don't know i probably did or i just <laughs> we think, like, we think no, I'm, like, and I'm right I think so. you know what i'm saying because it's like for me yeah um over the last years man you know i have an amazing ex-fiance what's the key word there amazing yeah. Was everything 100% perfect? No. Yeah. But my ex-fiance is an amazing queen, an amazing woman, um, and it, we just weren't aligned. Yep. I've never spoken negative about none of my exes. Now, have I brought up scenarios? Um, yes, I have. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I teach from my experiences, but I've never spoken negative about the individual. Yeah. And I think that is something that is so key. Um you guys, if you just now tuned in, man, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I got Coach Nicole here, who is a certified coach through Tony Gaston's program. Um, she is dropping some amazing wisdom and knowledge on high-quality, high-value men. And she doesn't really like the term high-value men. Thank God, because um, I don't like that value or the quality, high-value man term neither. Um, I, I, I'm actually I'm liking this high-quality men because it's like I want to have a high-quality relationship. Yes. You know, I want me and my wife to do that. I mean, before we go into that conversation, I do want to thank our second sponsor of the show today, uh, my friends over at Church Hill Mortgage, man. Um, they are, they have partnered with me to really help us get into uh, the housing market. Now, I know uh, interest rate is high, but I want you to consider this. Consider, um, you know, as far as like this, marry the home, date the rate. Uh, find your dream home and date the rate. Rates are high right now, but Churchill can help you get the lowest possible rate, get into the home quickly and fastly. And I promise you this much, you will thank me later on because while wow, they're going to give you a certified pre-approval within 24 hours, and then also they're going to give you an extra $5,000 put down towards your dream home. So this means you go to your home with your earnest money, you have your earnest money plus an extra $5,000. Um, and then this lets the buyer know that, hey, you're a serious buyer and that you are pretty much guaranteed approved. And if for whatever reason, you got to back out because of financing on your end, they get to keep your earnest money plus the $5,000. So it makes you a, a pretty much a solid buyer. So I want you to go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash Churchill, check them out, go on ahead and get into your home. Marry the home, 
date the rate. Trust me. We dating this joker. I want a divorce. I want to break up with this rate. Uh, well, my rate is good on my current home. Uh, but as far as if I was buying a home today, that's my thought process. I'm going to marry the home. But I'm going to date this rate. And as soon as this rate is gone, I'm breaking up with this rate and I'm getting me a new rate. So go check out my friends over at Church Hill, um, anthemno.com forward slash Church Hill. You know, one of the things, um, you know, Nicole, that I'm seeing is that this generation of like our generation in the 30s. I am seeing a new era of parents coming together. Yes. And co-parenting actually very well. Um, one of my prayers as a single man has always been for my single father friends, yeah. that they step up and they be every bit of a father in that life. And that if for whatever reason, um, the father and the mother don't work out, you know, that they can co-parent well. And I say that because, you know, I, I come from that. My biological parents had me out of wedlock. Um, and my fathers communicated very well. Now, without saying too much personal information, my biological father had every right to not want to talk to my stepdad. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put it like that. Yeah. Uh, but my, my, my father set aside their prides mm -hmm. and said, yo, what is the best thing to do for Anthony O'Neill? And my mother's, whoo, you know, ladies, Jesus, I, I, I really commend my mother's because it was harder for them to be like, all right, cool. You know, because I'm calling both of them mom. And my mom is like, wait, what? And then my other mama was like, thank you. Uh, she loves it. You know, and to this day, I call all four of my parents mom and dad. And it gets confusing because sometimes I may be talking about my other dad and they may, th may think I'm talking about my biological father. I'm saying all to say is that I have four loving parents. Say, so, you know what? We're going to come together. And we're going to help raise this kid. And I never saw them argue. I never saw them fuss. Um, and when I got older, it was very good. And I actually ended up moving in with my biological father okay. because of my other father. My other father was like, yo, you need to get to know your dad. Wow. And so he and my mom got together. They talk. I don't know how the conversation went. Right. But it was my other father who told me, hey, you're going to go live with your dad. And and I, I to this day, I'm like, yo, that's my guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I am where I am today because my father said, hey, I want you to live with your biological father. And I'll never forget that conversation. We was living in Oceanside, California, three bedrooms, six of us in the, in the, um, um, in the room in his house. My dad, every time we got in trouble, he called us to the, his bedroom, closed okay. the door, and we'll sit at the desk next to their bed. Uh -oh. I thought I was in trouble. Okay. And he turned around and said, son, I will always be your dad. But you have another dad. Wow. And we want you to go live with him. How old were you? I was 13. Yeah. And I was like 13, 14, right around there. It was high school. I was, I was going, going into high school. And... um I was like, man, and like now I'm seeing, and you talk about this often on your platform, on how to really co-parent well. I do, yeah. And you have a beautiful daughter, and it sounds like you have a great, um, she has a great father in his life. She Clearly does. things didn't work out for y'all. How is it that you all can co-parent well? Like, is, was it hard in the beginning? 
So I think it's always hard, right? Because mm-hmm. it's change. So it's going to be a little bit difficult. Neither of us had kids before. So we had to come into this space where not only are we first-time parents, we're first-time parents who are going to be single. Mm-hmm. And that was never the plan. I never planned to have a kid before marriage. Mm-hmm. Definitely never had planned to have a kid and not be married to her father at some yeah. point. And, you know, once we got to the point where it just felt like it was not going to work, we started talking about it, um, you know, I was okay with the decision. It was a little bit difficult because it wasn't the decision that he wanted us to reach. Um, but when, when you know, you know. I just know that we'd be better uh, just co-parenting her. I knew mm. we could do it. I've seen you know, lots of trauma and drama with raising kids separately, and I just didn't really want to do that. But I knew that if I could commit to, to parenting well with him, mm. then he would do it too. That's the kind of person he is. He's wow. a really great person. Wow. Um, so he had to put those feelings aside, right? Uh-huh. And decide to do what's best for our daughter. Uh-huh. And we have. It's been working. We've been separately. We got stuck in the house together a little bit in the pandemic, uh-huh. um, the beginning part. But I've been gone, and we weren't together. We hadn't been together for a year. Wow. But I left and bought my own house January 2021. Wow. And so that was a little bit of another transition because, like, now we're not in the house together. So it was like baby steps. But um, I think that putting your own personal feelings aside and deciding that, you don't want to put trauma on your child mm. uh, makes it a lot easier. And we lean into that. We lean into loving her. Uh, neither of us are in, in committed relationships. Like he's not married. Okay. He has a, he has a, a girlfriend. Okay. Um, but neither of us are like married yet. So we don't have the stepmom, stepdad dynamic. Okay. That'd be the next step, right? Figuring Ooh. out what the dynamic is. And How are you going to feel about you that? You just said you call both your mom's mom. Like, Absolutely. I am not okay with that. I'm curious because about it. I carried her for 40, <laughs> weeks, 40 weeks and three days. Uh, and I got stretch marks in that last week. And I pushed for an hour and I was in labor for 10 hours. And I am the mom. And I I, I, don't, I gave her nurture and I gave her But do you think the other husband. mom, do you think the other mom would try and take that? Because let me tell you this much, so. right? I don't think so. Exactly. Because it's like, I'm 38. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to end up marrying a woman who already has a child. Yeah. I have one one requirement. What's that? That I can treat her child and love her child the way that I treat and love my kids. Yeah. And if I feel like I cannot be a father to her child. That's a problem. That's going to be a huge problem for me. Now, I would never, ever. This is one thing that I love about my other mom. She never made me call her mom. Okay. Never. When she got in, when she got in, when I first met her, I actually gave my my, my other mom a very hard time. Oh wow! I asked, I reminded her often. You ain't my mom. You ain't my mom. Okay. <laughs> and my dad said you got one requirement. Her name is Miss Terry. Okay. In this house, her name is Miss Terry. You don't have to call her mom, Miss Terry. And I gave Miss Terry at that time the hardest time ever. Yeah. And you know what? Watch this. My mom, biological mom, she never condoned me disrespecting her. But my mama really didn't care for me to call her mama. Yeah. Let's be real. She was like, hey, be nice and respectful. But I'll never forget. I failed my freshman year. Oh. My other mom walked up to that school and flipped out on all of them. She said, y'all never called me. Y'all never said, hey, Anthony is struggling in school. Y'all never brought this stuff to my attention. So him failing is not just on him. It's on y'all, too, because y'all never told the parents. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to put Anthony in a sophomore year homeroom. I'm going to show up at school every single day, and I'm going to make sure that this joker get his work done because y'all failed. Y'all not about to embarrass my son because y'all didn't do your part. And when she did that, came home. Yeah. 
went off on me and she said, hey, I put my name on the line for you. And she did just that. Came up to that school and made sure I was straight. She really came to school to make sure you were doing My that? Listen, wow. my other Second mom, mom, yes, wow. went to bed. This is after I was a jerk to her, to the point to where my dad came up to the bedroom because I, I disrespected her so much in the beginning stages. I just said, listen, you are my son, but that is my wife. Yeah. If I got to make a decision between my wife and my son, my son is going back home to his mom and to his other daddy. Yeah. Because that's my forever. I got to raise you, but you ain't my forever. Yeah. And I was like. Dad has a point. Dang. I agree. Yeah. I was like, whoa, wait, what? My dad's getting rid of me. He said, I don't want you to go, but you got to respect my wife. Yeah. And you don't have to call her mom. And he walked out and he came back and he said, but you know what? Do you know Terry loves you like you're her own son? Wow. And when she did that for me, I never called her Miss Terry again. I never, she's always been my mom. Yeah. My mom, my dad had a, he had a fear. We had something happen about two, three years ago to where it, he ended up in the hospital. And my mom said something to my dad, like, like it was come and was almost, I don't know what the conversation was, but my dad said, listen, if something was to happen to me, I need to know you're going to take care of your mom. Wow. And I was like, the fact that you have to ask me that, please believe. Yeah. That mother, it will be taken care of. I have two other siblings with my other mom and dad in California. So all three of us would take care of them. Terry Ross, mama. She's good. She's good. Yeah. If she got to move in with me, if I don't care. That's my mama, you know? And I just want to encourage you and all the other single ladies that when your other man get a woman, I would encourage you all to have the, the, the hard conversation with your child. Hey, don't. Don't call them mom. Don't call them stepdad. But I, I would definitely say this. As a man, I am working hard to show whatever child that I've gained that, hey, I didn't birth you. I love and respect and honor your husband. That's one thing I, I told the last young lady I was dating. I say, hey, I want to meet him. If we're going to do this seriously, I want to meet him. It's necessary. Do you think, do, when do you think you should meet? Like, when, like if you was dating someone, when should he meet you know your ex. Oh, this is tough. I'm going to tell you what we said we would do, even oh. though one of us didn't follow it. Uh-oh. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <This is> good. <laughs> we, so when you know you're serious, right? So okay. right before you're about to make the decision to get into a committed relationship, I don't know how long that may be. My last one, I was committed in three weeks. Okay. But we didn't, he didn't meet my daughter. Okay. Um, But I think when you're having those conversations, like, look, this is something I'm interested in doing. I want to pursue this together with no one else. Let's be together. I think then is the time to say, okay. Well, what's your availability for whenever? And then it's time for the kids to meet. I don't think kids should be meeting like this is my boyfriend, you know, mm. the person. This is mm. so-and-so, mm. whatever his name is, whatever her name is. And you guys do something together and just make sure that they mesh well. And, and the vibe well. is good. And the vibe is good and you keep it moving. But I'm a firmer believer that with the kid, my kid is young, right? She's five. Right. She's going to get along with almost anyone. Anyone. So I don't have that concern. I don't have like a big teenager who's going to be like, you're not my mom. You yeah. know, all those things. So if you have younger kids, I think get it solid with your person. I think that's the most important piece. Get it solid and make sure that no one's going to leave because kids remember everything. Mm -hmm. They they don't forget. Um <laughs> When my daughter's dad and his girlfriend broke up recently, mm -hmm. I still had to hear her name in my house. And I'm like, I don't want to hear her name. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. But, you know, and, and hope they're giving it a go again. Hopefully they get it real solid before we introduce my daughter back into the mix so much. Yeah. Um, because she just stopped talking about her like a couple of weeks ago. And wow. she's, you know, they're trying to work it out. So. Right. 
you know, just be careful. Just know that kids have great memories. They attach very easily. But I think that once you decide to be committed to someone, it's time to meet their kids. And the dynamic of dating, mm -hmm. you know, men are very territorial. Absolutely. Yeah. So how do you work the co-parenting part, the communication with your ex, mm -hmm. your daughter's father, while dating someone like a high quality man is going to be like, yo, wait, why y'all like, do y'all do stuff together for like on birthdays and holidays? Absolutely. We do birthdays. We're going to go to Six Flags um, the Sunday before Halloween together. Okay. okay. And it's just going to be us and another like another kid and, and his aunt, my friend who was okay. here. Uh -huh. her and her nephew. They do things with us. Okay. We took our kid to Disney um, for her fifth birthday. How do you explain that to the guy you're dating? So I wasn't dating anyone at the time. Oh, no, I was. Sorry. Excuse me. Oh, okay. Uh oh <laughs> I was seeing someone at the time, and I explained to him. I said, look, this is something we decided when she was two. We're going to go to Disney at 5, okay. and we're staying in a house. It's fine. There's, like, 15 people here, and I was very transparent about it because I had been dating him for a couple of months. Wow. And uh, he did the same. I don't know what the dynamic was on his side, if anyone was upset. Uh, but it was okay on my side. And it's just one of those things. Mm. Like, that is one space I do truly believe in being transparent, especially in the positive mm. on. Like, you have to reassure because, as you just said, men are very territorial. I When I first started dating, she was, like, two, and I had a guy say to me, so how do I fit into your life when your daughter's dad is here? Mm. Would you prefer that he be a deadbeat? And he said, honestly... It would be easier because then I would know my position. I'd be her father. He said yeah, that? Wow, he did. And he's what you would consider like a high. Now that I know him for sure, he's a high value man. <laughs> he had the money. He didn't have wait, 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 the character. Wait, wait, wait. Rebind. He said it. He said he that said he it. wished that your daughter had a deadbeat father yeah. so that he could fit better into your life. Because he was intimidated. And I hate to say men are intimidated because we overuse that, right? Like yeah. we say men are intimidated by success. But he said to me, how do I fit into your life with your daughter your daughter's dad being so present? Because we do the split. We see her equally throughout the week. Right. And he's like, I don't understand where I fit. And I, I asked him, would you prefer that my daughter's dad be a deadbeat? And he said, it'd make it easier because he know where he fit. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that one. I don't, I don't I know none of my, I don't know none of my, none of my people. You know, I, I got people on my team right now who are doing what you're doing. And, um, you know, it's not, it's not easy. And some of it is easy, you yeah. know. Um, but I've never heard my brothers say, my <laughs> I wish, you know, they had a dad. Like, huh. And I'm a single, I'm single with no kids, right? right. And so <clears throat> I think the question of asking where do I fit in does come up. Valid, yeah. I don't think it's not about where. I think it's about how. Because there's, you have a whole nother life that you're caring for. Yeah. You're in school to go back to school for law. You you're doing this as well full um, full time. You have a full time job, so it's like, okay. My question would be okay. Cool, great. Where do I fit in as far as in time to grow with you? Right. Not as in taking away from your daughter, because yeah. the fact that I would want her daughter to not have a father that 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 bothers me to hear a man say that. I think he's concerned, right? Because also. When you think about why people aren't together anymore, a lot of times it's the man who walked away. So huh. that wasn't the case for me. So he, anyone who dates me, who dated me back then when I was explaining a lot of things on the front end, which is what I advise against now, mm -hmm. they know that I walked away and they think that women will go back 
to the dad and they think that having that close-knit situation she was also younger she was two mm-hmm. i think that a man who knows that she's five now we're dating he wouldn't be so um concerned but with her being two us being broken up for six seven months me being the one that ended the relationship at any point i could have been like i don't want to adult anymore i'm gonna go back home mm-hmm. and so that probably was a concern for him i and, and we talked about it a bit and it, it actually was so i kind of understood but at the same time to me it called out an insecurity that i didn't like uh, and it was a turnoff yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't like it. Yeah, no, I advise against that. We're having a conversation with a bunch of men yeah. um, here coming up soon. Okay. And um, that's what, something I want to bring up in a conversation. Like, man, what 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 are our true insecurities and why do we have them? Mm, yeah. Because I think men, we are, we haven't created a space to where men can really talk about some of our insecurities. And we as a man come together and help get rid of those insecurities. Yeah. Um, I would be- love to see that. Oh, you should come. You should that sit in the audience. Space. Yeah. I'm is, serious. Is it recently? Are we gonna or do not it? recently. Uh, We're going to do it in like, up? it's airing in December. Okay. Yeah. So you definitely should 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 come up because what we're going to do is ladies can't talk. You all can only listen. listen. Like the barbershop. I love it. Exactly. Yeah. And then after the conversation, we're going to put you all on camera. Like, all right, cool. Anthony said this. CJ said that. When you heard that, what was your thoughts? Because we do want to hear the ladies' opinions. Yeah, think about it. But at the same time, we want ladies, and these will all be men of different different calibers, men who are in their 20s, going through college, men who are married, men who are, men who are divorced, men who may be qualified as high value, mm-hmm. um, but in your definition, they're high-quality men. Yeah. It'll be a different, different, just a different group, Christian, non-Christian, you know, it's going to be a very broad <laughs> conversation um, because for single men out here, it is hard for us, especially single men who are successful. And I think ladies say it's easy for us I and it's not. I need to know why, yeah. It, it's, so it's many not, men say that. It's not, it's not that easy. I need to know why. It's really not. I think it is easier for men, right? Okay, yeah. But I do believe that once you hit a certain status— it's still hard. It's easy to get a, a a girl, but it's hard to get a woman. There we go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, I think men, I know men in my circle, man, that's why we always listen to your RCs, your Tony Gaskins, your yeah. Tony Evans, um, because we, we desire something a little bit different than the average man. Yeah. Um, and, and that's hard to find in a woman. And it's like, oh my God, so well, you should date much younger. You should go in the 20s. I'm like, bro, what is a 20 year old going to do? Don't do it. She's not going to be a woman. No, nah, she I, doesn't have the life experience. She doesn't have anything to contribute. Yeah, you know. That's, that's the answer a lot of times, though, but no. You, I think if you know what you want and it's a mature woman who is confident in herself and able to add value to your life and able to rear your children, then you're not going to find that so in good. the average 20-year-old woman or so 20-ish because 20 is very young, but like in the average 20-ish woman. So let me ask you this question. Men, high-quality men, mm-hmm. give me two things you think that they're missing that's preventing them from keeping a man, a woman like yourself. High-quality men? Mm-hmm. Um, like if, they, like I think there are high quality men out there who who may be missing a couple of things. Missing. You know, what do you think they are missing? If I, or let me ask this question: What do you think? What are what's one thing that you you think preventing this man from becoming a high quality man? So like he's a good man, mm-hmm. but he's missing this one thing that will make him a high quality man. 
Oh, shit. The, think about it. Yeah, because like, I'm trying to make sure I understand the question. So just like a man who's good in general, mm-hmm. right? And He's on the verge. Keeping him from becoming a high-quality man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that there's one thing I could call out because there's so many... Variables. To yeah, it. there's so many variables to it. Um, huh. I'm try. I don't want to. I don't want to generalize and say most men are missing this one thing that's keeping them from being great. But in real life, you know what? I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. What? <laughs> if you're a good man, the one. Put it thing- on you. What is what, what is one thing that you've you've met some good men, but there was missing like maybe one or two things that couldn't lock you down that you needed them to have. That way, we take it off a of general. Yeah. Um, Probably consideration, like real consideration, because uh-huh. what I find in men who are well accomplished is that they're a lot of times very self-absorbed, mm. um, and not in a negative way, but they're just really focused on themselves. So the consideration, they don't they don't think a lot about others, mm. especially in the dating realm, because they kind of have more options. So that would be one of the main things. And for me, I'm really big on consideration, thoughtfulness, um, and and just doing little small things to let me know that you care. Like, I need, I just need to know you care. That's good. Because we're in a world where people don't care. Everyone's disposable. So I need to know that I'm important. You care. We're doing this thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, y'all, it's Coach Nicole. I'm calling her Nicole, but, you know, to y'all, Coach Nicole. And I do believe that some of you all watching right now could learn a lot from her within her programs, within her coaching. Um, and so if they were to reach out to you, what should they expect from you? Like, how, how can you really help them? What do you offer in the coaching aspect of things? Yeah, so currently I offer one-on-one coaching. Okay. And what they can expect, to put it plainly, is to just feel better about themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no one, even just quick conversations, if I'm talking to someone who's dealing with a particular issue, they leave out it feeling like they can go tackle whatever the obstacle is and overcome it. Mm-hmm. So you can expect to feel more confident, you can expect to be more feminine, you can expect to just move about life in a totally different way and get the results that you want. Because we're working, but we're not getting the results we want. Do you think some ladies are missing out on high-quality men because they're not as feminine? Absolutely. So you do believe that there are Mm -hmm. great ladies out there, but they bring masculine energy? Yes, they do. And a man who is of high standard and is high quality, he doesn't want to fight with you you and your masculine and and your alpha. Like, they just don't want to. It's too much like push and pull. Nicole said it, not Anthony. Yeah, I, asked I said the question. it. I'll take the heat for Nicole that. Nicole said that. I make it a little bit of heat. It's okay. I'm sorry. Because there will be some ladies if I said, well, nah, it ain't about, no, nah, I do believe that there are great women, but you come me. with masculine energy. Yeah, and it's it's a turnoff. It's a huge turn. And that's what that's what I talk about. This entire book is about like not turning someone off before they're emotionally attached to you because no one cares in the beginning. You're just another person. And if you turn them off, you're going to miss out. And good luck starting over and over and over. We going to end the show right there. <laughs> it's that feminine energy for me. My oh, I felt the Lord on that one. Listen, y'all, we're going to drop Coast and Coast information, her website, um, her, her ebook inside of today's show notes. Please check it out. Get some one-on-one. Um, go check out her content. Um, I followed her content for a while, and I love what she's doing. And I can see the alignment between her and Tony Gaskins. So I'm telling y'all right now, you will learn a lot. You will enjoy it. So let's flood her IG. We'll drop the information inside of there. And let me know how you like today's show. Uh, let me know uh, what else you would like to hear around this conversation. I'm trying to make sure that I'm, I'm still leading with money, but also was like, y'all, brothers, we need to meet feminine women, ladies. Okay? Feminine ladies. Ladies who are beautiful inside and out. Outside. And beauty on the outside is going to vary between all of us men. But I think beauty on the inside is definitely important. I want a nourishing woman. You know what I'm saying? I want a woman that I feel like I can lay on and just talk and be real and be vulnerable. I want to feel like I'm laying on another brother's shoulder. 
I'm just gonna be real with you. You know what I'm saying? Because I got brothers. Are I got CJ and I got Alex, and I don't want to lay on their shoulders. So I definitely want to lay on a masculine woman's shoulders. Well, <laughs> so listen, ladies, you know, get with Coach Nicole, uh, learn if there are some things in you that you need to maybe grow. Well, actually, there are always things that we can grow on. I submit myself to other married men because I want to move like a married man. Um, and so um, I think we can all learn. So listen, check out our information. Thank you all so much for rocking with us. It's your boy, A.L. We'll see you on the next show. Peace out. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.